This is Richie from the Metal Cell Podcast. First of all, I'm going to shout out to our main sponsors, which is Rising Suns, the award-winning brewery in Cork. Do drop in for uh, some lovely beers if you're around the city at any stage. So I'd like to welcome Jamie from Razor Sharp Dead Blizzard. How are you, man? Not bad, you and everyone. All good, my friend. Jack from Corosa. Nice to have you back, Jack. Thanks. Good to be back. Yes, great, man. Howard from Partalon and Magnapina. Good to see everybody. Great to be here again. And John from The Siege. How are you, John? And bad reputation. No complaints. Thanks for having me on again. Yes, it's great. Uh, We're here to celebrate another siege on the horizon next Sunday for everybody. Maybe people fucking don't know. I'm not sure anymore. Living under a rock if you don't know about that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And um, Talking about 2010 Siege t-shirt. Oh my God, that yeah, is vintage, all right. Yeah, 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 I have the purple one. I'm not sure what year that is, John. That's, um, that was one of the ones that just came back after lockdown. Yeah, that's that one. The, that's the 25th edition there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but, cool. But uh, Howard's, is, Howard's is the ancient, that one there. Like. Yeah, I'm surprised it survived the fucking 14 years. You know, it's been put through a lot. <laughs> So, lads, with it on the horizon and everything, let's just do maybe a catch-up in relation to two of the bands that are playing on next Sunday. Jamie, Razor Sharp, Dead Blizzard. What's the crack with G, my friend? Are you looking forward to coming over to Ireland again? Just holding it together. It's like a fucking soap opera, this band. Like, so it's, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting there. We're trying to sort out vehicles and things. and um, Yeah, we've, just, we've not done hellish much. We've been playing quite a lot. Um, been trying to right for about four years since the last album came out wow. and i just have I've, um, ever since we came back from covid i've got my own business well i'm one half of a, a partnership and um, i worked every day last year practically and into this year so my fault really we've not really done anything okay and i know it does it changed jobs and various things and stuff I'm making up excuses like but we just didn't have the time to do much but we've got some good stuff kicking about but We've been playing some really good shows. It's been good fun. We played up in Inverness, which was bizarre. In a way, we were thinking, we are told we've got a 20-minute set, and I was like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> driving four fucking hours, paying for hotels and that for a 20-minute fucking set. And it's like, sensibilities, you think, why? Yeah. But it's, you have to play everything, whether you play to no one, a couple of people, you play these shows... And we went up, and it was awesome. It was Finn, um, Evan's pal, Finn. Yeah, I was just um, going to ask. Yeah. I think they played the last Siege, and they're fantastic. They're one of the best bands I've, I've, we've played for, played with in a, in a wee while. But it was, it was a really good set-up by Finn Bar. It was a great venue, Tooth and Claw. So um, it was good to be invited up to that. And we played a couple other things here, there. We've been down south, um, and... That's all I can report, really. It's not, it's, we're not exactly the most exciting. Yeah, moment. but you're playing Cork, aren't you? The day oh, before yeah, Siege. Yeah, yeah. We're back to Cork. It had to be the, the true capital of uh, Ireland, as yeah, I keep yeah. getting informed. Um, <laughs> in fact, we're, um, you're severely we're, outnumbered, John. Yeah, we're <laughs> severely, <laughs> yeah. That's why people buy it, yeah. We're, <laughs> we're stopping in Dublin on um, Friday night. We're, we're trying, tried so hard to get something on the Friday night. We tried... Uh, Jameson, um, Belfast, he, he tried to find stuff with, um, we else? Kev Kirwan, he used to do gigs. And he, he said, remain good friends with him. He, it, he's responsible really for us getting over to Ireland in the first place, himself yeah. and Oran. Um, 
so we always kept in touch with him and he said to um, just get up in touch with him to try and sort out some shows elsewhere so we tried Belfast with him as well hey, Dublin but there's just there's nothing nothing going on so we're flogging a dead horse and Kev just says well, I just go out in a piss in Dublin <laughs> I was like well, I'll just fucking remortgage the house then won't I <laughs> so we're stopping at Kev's one bedroom flat on the Friday night okay and then go oh, drinking a car it's much cheaper you know yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well that's where it'll be done really. So um so we're stopping in Limerick on Saturday and Sunday night. So we're rocking uh, into Limerick on the, the day before. We're, we're gonna drive down to Cork and drive back up to Limerick after it. Because just trying to get accommodation was just like fuck. It's mental. Yeah. Cork is, is just so expensive as well. I mean, you know, everyone the same. We've got friends that work in hotels and stuff and friends of family rates were not making any difference really. So it's uh, and everything was in Dublin. There was the hotels that they worked for. So, but. Where are you staying in Limerick, Jamie? Uh, was it the Castle Roy Hotel? Castle Troy. Uh, it's about two miles away or three miles away or something. I have no idea. Yeah. The Castle Troy Park Hotel. I <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. The Park Hotel. Has I got a swimming pool? Who will oh. address me by my proper title? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's where we're staying. And, that is a nice hotel. It is. It is. Yeah. I actually stayed there for the, the Amaroot Rundle show, John, when oh, the bad rep yeah. one last summer. I'm staying in Castle Troy Hotel. It's a fucking nice hotel. It really is. Right. You get some oh, afternoon tea there time. if you want. Some small... Yeah, afternoon teas. It's, uh, it's at a budget cost as well and they've got a good uh, bar menu and there's a little restaurant in there and cafe. Small and scones. Yeah, you got some small measures. scones. Small scones. <laughs> Great. Clotted <laughs> cream. Sounds like a very razor sharp. Death blizzard, blizzard. Yeah, it, but the thing is, is it jam before the cream or cream before the jam? That's an <laughs> old, old question. So, yeah, I stayed there actually for primordial Castle Troy. Yeah, I've more or less stayed in every fucking hotel in Limerick at this stage. Yeah, it's been harder. A lot of people have get onto about hotels. Uh, it's, it is hard. It's getting harder and harder, and it's not just to do with the weekend thing anymore. But uh, mm. uh, sure, we've started on very miserable on this one. Everything's terrible. But hey, the siege is. <laughs> <laughs> And it's all set- doable. It's all doable. Yeah. We found, oh, found a way. I, I trolled Airbnb and everything. And yeah. just, Airbnb is a sack of shit as far as I'm concerned. I found it's somewhere in Tipperary, oh. some farmhouse in Tipperary or something. I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to have to stay sober. How can I stay sober <laughs> when I'm over there? So, anyway. What about the set list, Jamie? Can we expect a few new songs? Or- well, I think, it'll be, I think you'll be disappointed and I think... Uh, <laughs> Alex with Tombs is going to be disappointed because we ain't playing Chuggery. So that's it. So Chuggery's just <laughs> too long of it. As much as I, I've tried for it, but it's like Daz isn't too keen on playing it live because it takes up too much time in the set. But we've uh, we've kind of altered it slightly. Uh, put this way, the first song will tear your face off. So. Okay. <clears throat> Stop. What I've loved so far is all your answers have been negative, but you've been remarkably <laughs> positive for the entire thing. Hey, you to, you, if you look at our songs and what we deal with, it's like, it's like fuck the world, fuck the Tories, <laughs> and then suicide. So it's a really cheery, really cheery band. As like, so that, uh, and you've uh, given us the stage times, John. So Razor Sharp, Dead Blizzard are on a 25 past 11 till 10 past 12. Uh, so you will be clashing with 10 ton slug for some of the set mm. I suppose once you get towards the once you get towards the arse end of the like as in the sorry the, the, the rump the good meaty <laughs> part of the day 
Um, <laughs> it's really hard not to have clashes like myself and Kieran would have talked about that a lot. In, but that, at that point, to be honest with you, you kind of want strong clashes because... Yeah if everyone was trying to get into the warehouse or everyone was trying to get into like just one venue, it just becomes unmanageable. So, so like having strong clashes is good towards the, 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 the meaty part of the day. This is the meaty part, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's good sign of the quality of the festival as well. You know, when you have clashes, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, the one biggest, was... the biggest clash for me last year was Partelon and uh, Memoriam. Oh, oh yeah. Kind of worked out like John was saying though I, did, I think it worked out pretty good because as soon as Memoriam came off stage I mean the flood that came in into our set from it was fantastic to watch yeah. you know it's pretty yeah. cool yeah it was and sure look you know mm. I gave that as the performance of the year live performance um, for part but I think it's, it's a credit to the, to, the, to the siege that you can have these kind of clashes and you know it's a good problem to have, really, isn't it? Like, you don't want yeah. some band missing out because more memoriam are playing down on the main stage and you've got an unknown band upstairs, upstairs with 20 people watching. It's nice to kind of have people split. Like, you know, I like that myself when I go to the festival. You've got the Roadburn, for example. Yeah. With three bands on that you want to see and you might spread across the tree or just get sucked into one of them. It's a good yeah. problem to have. It's a sign of quality with the siege, I think. We go back to Roadburn. I'm so annoyed with myself. As I usually go for four days. And I've uh, I've completely cocked it up because last year in the Sunday we stayed with a friend in Tilburg and we just sat in the garden in the sun all day. We didn't do anything. <laughs> I thought I'm not getting the Sunday ticket this year. Who the fuck's playing? The the one thing I wanted to see cave in playing heavy pendulum and I'm gonna miss it. And I was like, what a dick. Oh. What a dick. I, I think you could the foot. You yeah. wonder, I've done it before. There was one year I missed Russian circles and I was like, ah, so anyway, usually the, once you're in a road burn though, it's is it kind of handy enough to flow between venues once you have yeah it, you it is in the main venues possibly, but the smaller venues you might have to queue up for a little bit and you might not yeah. get in in time to see the band you want. You'd want to give yourself an hour, you know. Yeah, wow. but if if you didn't have the Sunday ticket, I'd say you'd nearly land up and you could get away with it. Well, Sunday is a lot, lot, lot less people at uh, in attendance. Um, yeah. It's a great time to go get merch and things like that because everything's a bit cheaper and. The vinyl yeah. is that you know, there's a few of you are knocked off this t-shirt here and that t-shirt there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always worth getting the extra, and it's only an extra twenty bucks or something. I think you know. Mm. Yeah, we um saw a great festival there. Myself and Jamie, damnation, in, mm. oh, in Manchester. Oh, Manchester. Yeah. So I just noticed we're talking about the wrong fucking festival here, guys. Eh? Come on. Yeah. But we're comparing, and it's okay. it the barometer of quality that we're comparing the siege with Roadburn. That's where these lads are heading, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Barometer of quality to be aspiring to, and the lads are well on the way. If not surpassing it, it's the best independent festival in the fucking yeah. continent. Yeah. Well, the, the way I see it is like the siege is up. Is I've never been. We were booked for 2020. Obviously, that never happened. But I just see it as up there with your yeah, Road Bombs, Damnation, yeah. Dunk Festival, and all these things. It's, wow. I just see, you can see the lineups that come up every year. There was one year, Herder for Holland were playing. Yeah. I saw them playing at the Tiny Wee Venue, Road Bomb. Absolutely phenomenal band. Yeah. Fantastic. I would love to have seen that. And I've heard so many good stories with guys in Kingwich, Dog Tire, Sapien, and that from Edinburgh playing. Just, everybody says it's great. I don't want to blow smoke up your arse, John. When you can walk, I, I generally walk don't know how to respond. I prefer if you were giving out, then I know how to respond. 
But why I brought up Damnation, John, is that, what's his name? Uh, Gav from Damnation. I don't know, did you see that or not? He came out strongly defending Damnation for not charging bands a fee for their merch. Yeah, yeah. And we are, we're in the same boat there. I think it's appalling, to be honest. Uh, yeah. I, 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 it's because you, you, I think you forget about it for large swaths of time there because they're like, oh, yeah, these bands are just touring England, touring Europe. But 70, 75% of the venues are doing this. They are charging commission yeah. on, on merchandise. And I, like when we, we fill in the advance sheets for all the tours we get. And it says, what's the, it doesn't say, is there a commission? It says, what's the commission? Now, mm-hmm. now it used to say, is there a commission? And we're just like 0%. And then they're like, this is fantastic. And they're like, well, why would we charge? <laughs> and now that's that's because Dolan's is an independent venue um, and they're kind of few and far between. It's the generally the chain venues that are uh, have commission on them, but that's not defending it either. Um, but up 25% commission. Crazy, man. Shocking. Ludicrous. And that's it's why you're wondering why certain things like hoodies are like 80 quid at these big tours. You're like, well, that's probably, they're probably trying to bump up to get the commission and still get, afford the price of the hoodie. Like, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to see a lot of bands um, taking a stand against it publicly and mm. socially and saying, look, we're not fucking selling there's t-shirts. No choice, that's the thing. It's not even about taking a stand. It's just, there's no choice. We Bands can't fucking exist with those sorts of restrictions or fucking percentages put on top of everything it's it's just it'll just break it it's the difference between getting to the next show or not yeah, you know yeah. this stage is a great example in terms of percentages of sales for a band an irish band let's say that's just playing ireland a lot and they play the siege and guaranteed they're going to spend 50 percent of their merch for that year is being sold at the siege yeah if you're going to charge 25 percent down on top of that you're fucked mm. you know so bands don't have a choice they have to come out and say something and, and stand up against it because it's not sustainable and fuck yeah, that. And it has to be the big bands as well, doesn't it, Howard? Because like, uh, if like we're saying, it has like, to be, yeah, they have to lead the way. Bands that are grafting like are like won't get booked again if they're if they're kind of I, know, I suppose arsy about it. Yeah, and like there's, yeah. A, there's a case. There's a case of a fairly big band I went to see a few years ago, and they they did that thing where they refused to sell it inside the venue, but they could get away with saying we're selling it in the van outside for a, a new band mm. coming up you really are trying to catch people in the moment and that's like so mm. you you get that at the siege somebody's coming out and they go who's the band that just played mm. in there and you go yeah. that's this band and they'll buy something then and you lose that momentum if you if the if you don't have merch within a stumble of where they're playing yeah, yeah. like look i've often come home for a show and i've spent way too much money on merch but i'm sure the band are delighted <laughs> like, yeah um, <laughs> Uh, and that's you, you are trying to get that and it's the look the feel good factor of supporting bands particularly at the siege I think a lot of people from 7pm when they realise they've got in for free they're getting all this crack for free and yeah. like a large majority of the Irish bands and some of the foreign bands are playing for either for free or for petrol money they're like ah oh, we have to we, oh Jesus I had the guilt the guilt is coming over me now <laughs> so they'll come, up, they'll come up and drop like 80 to 100 quid on merch People I saw do, that yeah. Ray Stag there yeah, at the last uh, siege a, a lad just came up and he just he was just banging out the 50s buying everything they had like so and multiple sites I'll get yeah. that friend I'll get that I was like fantastic give me all that give me all that yeah, <laughs> yeah. life fuel it's fucking great when it happens 
Yeah. Just maybe clarify there because there, there's probably a few bands there that are arriving at the siege with their merch. Um, how did they go about giving it to you and how, did, how was oh, yeah. the process setting it up? And... Well, we'll see. Uh, Jack uh, and I'm just la- laughing. Uh, Jack Howard and Jamie all get my lovely long email that uh, uh, in the past. It's uh, <laughs> well email. explained ahead of time. And the short, okay. and the short one as well. Once. <laughs> the yeah, short yeah, one to yeah. remind you about the long one. <laughs> and, 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 the fun, and the funny thing is, at this one, I left a thing in it where I was like, all right, if they reply and miss this, I know they haven't read it. So a few, a few bands had done that. And I was like, all right, they missed it. And then I say, can you answer this question? Mm. But like, they, we we've learned we've learned over the years about bands checking in. That's not something we used to do. So just to know who they're like, we've had bands come and like, oh, here I am, like giving out about myself. But we've had bands come and I've never met them one or two back in the day. I'd be yeah. like, oh, they they were here, <laughs> um, uh, because like they don't have to if they if the people running the merch take the merch and they go up and play and the and sound engineer manages them, then I mightn't meet them yeah but now we've kind of made it my point to meet every single band that arrives so they know who to come to when they want they have a question or something like that uh yeah so the mm. central courtyard they come in they sign in they hand in their merch i've often said don't have too much choice when you have too much choice um it's all good at the start of the day but come like you know 6 7 p.m which i call kind of the happy hour for people buying merch it's <laughs> It's generally they want simple, straightforward. I have every size in this, and they're like ideal. Yeah. Whereas you often have bands going, well, we've small in that, extra large in that, and quadruple XL in that. What one do you want? Ah, yeah, yeah, yes. Make <laughs> um, it easy for them. Yeah, yeah. You just have to make it easy. That's that's it. Uh, it's straightforward. Um, and is it cash again this year for March, John? It's going. It's going to be cash again. But we, we, I'm going to try. I, I might I have I bought a little sum up card machine, but I might only have to see I can't do that for other bands merch because then there's this whole thing of uh like me having to transfer the money to them. Mm-hmm. So for, yeah. for the siege merch I might try and do it some of it digitally, but it's just much easier for the bands to like I know you had a whole episode about the whole movement towards cashless. Cashless would destroy the music industry, uh like would just gut it entirely. And I know mm-hmm. people are like convenience, give me convenience or give me debt. Yeah, I I don't think people understand how uh, they don't man. It puts you in a in a in a different sphere of existence as a band if you're putting yeah. things through uh, paid, you know, digital pay. You're talking about tax. You're talking about a whole litany Easy. of stuff that you've never dealt with before. Rather than someone giving you twenty quid and you're giving him an item and you're fucking done. Um, mm. It's the way forward for most bands, and that's that's the way people are thinking. But for me, just from a fucking logical point of view. It cannot exist without fucking cash. It just can't. It'll be fucking buried. And it's yeah, gonna be sad. Yeah. It's gonna be a sad thing. I'd I'd one there. Reese, the last gig we played, um, I just came off the stage afterwards in Fred's, and there was someone who was trying to buy a t-shirt. You know, fair play to them, but they had no cash, and they're saying, "Oh, do you have uh, the PayPal app?" And I, I barely have a phone. You know, <laughs> so I was there in front of them trying to download the thing. Uh, they were telling me how to do it, and then just like. Like I have PayPal, but uh, she was just trying to transfer it over conveniently, and I was honestly there for about fifteen minutes with her. And uh, <laughs> I said, "Look, just give me your email address. Take the T-shirt." And I was missing, you know, we had to take our gear down. It was the end of the night, you know, and uh, I just found it absolutely bizarre. And like, oh, she went and 
the payment didn't go through and I didn't have the heart to email her saying, yo, where do you live? I need that uh, 15 yeah. quid or whatever it is. I'm coming to your house now. <laughs> uh, so off, off she went and it was just, it was just kind of silly, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Look, I, I noticed it at, at Carcass there a few weeks ago uh, when they were setting up, they were having issues with the whole uh, uh, pounds. To, so if you have a car machine from England, it won't work in Ireland uh, for some. Okay. Uh, well, I know why, but um, so uh, they they needed it. So they went and bought an Irish car machine. And I just went up to their 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 TM then uh, at the end of the night and went out of interest. How much was cash? How much was was card? And he went. I, I'd say I have maybe 200, 300 in cash and I did a few grand in on card. It, it's just how convenient people are. I get it. I get it. It's awkward. People always kind of, uh, and hopefully people listening to this will kind of see it from the other side. It's, it's, it's very easy for you to get money out or get cash back at the bar. It's very difficult to digitally give every band their due um, and not have like, well, I lost five percent on bloody blaz app rate. I lost all this, yeah. and I have to charge you like twenty three percent tax now. <laughs> you know, you're like, and here's your tenor. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and like, I don't know. It's it is a strange one. It's the first question I get asked when at merch every, and we have it written up. Going, you taking card, and then there'll always be somebody who didn't hear us, and then just has their mouth open for a few seconds. Um, you're like just go into the bar they'll give you cash back now we, we might have to find a workaround uh, I don't know we, we'll, I don't really think about that that much to be honest yeah. <laughs> even though I've been talking about it for the last 15, 10 minutes yeah. and <laughs> Jamie do you have the same problem over yeah, in we've Scotland got, we've got a card machine that's um, just off um, it was a big gym speed homes and tour manager they got a card machine a number of years ago and he said best thing they ever did um, but yeah, the tax implications is uh, something whether you declare it or not, and things. Oh, yeah, for your own for your own show, a card reader could be fine, like, but it is you. Oh uh, yeah, but when you're sharing a bill and you're, you're sharing a merch table with five other bands and yeah. you've got somebody manning the merch for you, that's where it becomes an extremely yeah, big problem. Well, an old friend Claire, known of her donkey's years, and she was doing merch for us the past few shows. We've been doing it like so. I, I very trustingly. In fact, it was last time I saw Slug, it was a Red Cross festival. I was steaming and I had to trust her with my phone. And I was just like, please don't frape me. Don't do anything. So I had to give her my, my password and everything like that. And she was using the card machine. We did all right. It's a, it is really handy. And I, I totally understand it. A lot of the kids, other than my 19 year old daughter, she's a technophobe, but they just want to use their phone. They just want to go click. Yeah. done easy they don't want to use cash the, I get both sides of it the cash side is far easier I, I don't want to see cash disappear there's a big fear that we're um, going to become a cashless society and everything's going to be controlled I yeah. think that's a bit 1984-ish like, but sometimes you think 1984 has been played out as a rule book sometimes but, but um, yeah. yeah I see both sides but I can see yeah. John have a nightmare yeah, yeah. Uh, you'd have to have every band doing their own merch with their own card machine and I think I'd just open up you know what it's like everybody gets like in the email John sent us everybody understands that bands get drunk and stuff it's like things get left and lost and stuff like that I've, I've had to get somebody to pick stuff up from Manchester because I've left it 
in Manchester. Yeah, it's just like I, I, I it's, it's not it's usually got, best Galway bands. It does. Gal- Galway bands are the worst in Ireland for <laughs> oh, yeah. um, for, leave, for leaving their merch, and they're all absolutely lovely. Uh, but then they're like, "You left your merch again? Yeah, where is it?" I think it's behind a cistern in the you know what, like, um, or random places. And then there's John Quill who once left his merch behind. <laughs> Quill and, uh, John Quill of Third Island. And he left it. I found his merch and inside in the where the merch was, there was half a pizza and a bag of samosas. <laughs> and uh, I was like, you also, you also left the food you had bought for yourself post-siege. He was like, oh, John. <laughs> <laughs> And then Genuflection then from Galway just gave away all their merch at the end of the night. I don't know if you were at that siege. Um, yeah, I was at uh, that one. Teb, Tebs just didn't want to bring anything home. Um, <laughs> it's easy to get rid of it. <laughs> he, just, he just started handing vinyl to people. Oh, and I went, That's and right. He was yeah. Like, he was like, uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. And I was like, all, all right. And he was walking around the smoking area giving it and he said, none left. And I went, that's, that's wow. <laughs> But I'd, I'd give two two bits of advice to anybody that's doing merch from a band's perspective of playing at the siege. When you're finished your gig, go down to the merch area and be there, and so you can talk to people and direct them in the right direction and have a chat. I think that's really important. And the second thing is is to to be very thankful to the ladies and gentlemen who are doing it for you. They're really really putting themselves out and they're doing really hard work. If you have it to spare, give them a t-shirt at the end of the night just to say thanks. It's it's worth it's worth it. It's, you know, it's worth the ten euros of a t-shirt to give them something. Yeah, absolutely. So I think a shout out to those guys. They're fucking great every year, and it's, it's yeah, a big part yeah. of the stage at this point. You know. So that's Mel, Aina, uh, Emily, and Jack. That's uh, that's mm. all my entire team. There, yeah. yeah. Not this Jack, a different Jack. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Jack, talk to us about Corosa. You have the album in the bag. It's done and dusted. What yeah. can we expect off you for the siege in relation to new songs or? Yeah, so um, our set, um, we're delighted with the slot, by the way. Thanks for that, John. And uh, yeah, it's it's amazing to think that, you know, having been to the siege so many times and, and having seen the likes of Cannibal Corpse and Maguire and stuff play on that stage that we'll be getting up there too is a bit of a dream come true. And then the fact that the other the other stages kind of wrap up by that time and people will be filtering in and um, it's just a, it's just the dream slot. Like I, I checked my phone the first thing that morning and I was like, warehouse. <laughs> the warehouse has to be out, that has to be out the back or out in the shipping yard somewhere or something. It can't be the the main stage. So um, delighted with that. But yeah, so we're going to just roll out the new album and play it in in full. Wow. Um, okay. Yeah. Class. So the, the plan was um, to have it out by now um, and then it would have made more sense to release it and, and play the full thing here. But um, we're, we we filmed um, a music video recently in the All of Maxman UCC um, and it was and it's a 10 minute song music video with the big room and, and drone shots and, and all the rest of it. So with the editing of that, it's just taking a bit longer and there's no point in rushing it. Um, when it comes to sending the, the finished product out, it's the video that will probably be seen by, pe- by, by people. So just trying to perfect that at the moment. But everything's in the bag. We recorded the album in uh, summer 2000, was it uh, 21? Uh, which feels like last summer, but it's actually two years ago now. Mm. And um, the video is ready. So we're, we're just going to play, because every time we meet up, um, we, we practice once a month now. 
um, which is actually really suiting us because when we do meet up, everyone's fired up and hungry for it. Um, and we, we just warm up by playing the album through. And nearly every every time we do it, we're like, Jesus, that's we're, we're in really good shape. And the album just flows really well. So we're just, we have a really as sharp as we had it two years ago when we recorded it. It's one of those things that's in just in our DNA now to just roll it out. And we enjoy it every time. It's It never drops in intensity when we play it. Um, so it's just, a, it's a perfect representation of, of us. And uh, so we're just going to do that. And we're going to be comfortable doing that too, which is nice. Mm. Um, rather than ch- chancing a new one for for the next album again when we haven't even released this one yet, yeah. kind of a thing. Um, so that's what we'll be at. In the meantime, we have been piecing some, um, like we have a, a multitude of tracks we're working on for the next thing again, but um, I guess we're just taking our time with that. And just with, you know, um, every time we've met up recently, it's been to get ready for a gig. So we'll play the album through a few times. And by the time it comes to piecing things together, it's just we haven't had the time to really work on it as intensively as you need to, to piece things together at, at proper quality. So we'll start working remotely more on, on new songs in the next year or two. Um, but for now, it's just the album and, and it's it's red hot. So we'll, we'll just roll that out and... It's low risk. I say that now, but uh, it's it's yeah, it's it, it should be fine. Yeah, ah, that's great news, man. So that that's a that's an exclusive for the siege, John. Yeah, that's deadly. Yeah, in in the in what I'm calling the Cork uh, headline slot, because <laughs> the last three editions have been Cork bands in that slot. Yeah, so. and it's yeah. been a really good slot too. You know, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it was yeah. worn out last time, wasn't it? Yeah, worn out that last time and Baylor the time before yeah. that. So yeah, yeah it was it, that made an extra kind of um, it was just really satisfying to see us take that slot because it has become yeah. the, it's like the Sunday slot at Glastonbury when you get someone old <laughs> playing, you know it's it's the Cork slot now. It's a long day though. It's a long I, fucking day, Jack. A long day. Yeah, I'll be yeah, in the jacuzzi until the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, John, are you gonna? Uh, no, like that, that that slot, I guess in it's 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 like you said, everyone starts filtering into the warehouse, so it really is like the crescendo to the day, um, and it it has uh, worked. Um, and I think from a purely uh, Limerick bias standpoint, Croza have always done well here, on, even in their own shows or whether they're on a part of a bill. Um, but like they had a headline show there just after lockdown ended, and that was a great show. Mm. Um, so it was kind of always in my mind that. The next time they come along, that it would be it would be that slot uh, most likely, and yeah, and then it was possible. It's like as in there's a lot of moving and shaking when we're putting the timetable together, and I I, I suppose when I sent it to Kieran, I kind of had hard set who I didn't want to move, and that was one of them for sure. So brilliant, fair play. That was that that gig was something. That's else, a lovely boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, like the, I, I remember thinking that that gig was almost like a dream because it was still at the tail end of lockdown when there was you had to be. I think it was midnight or even eleven that everything had to be over by. So we were still at the tail end, and then we didn't play for another full year. Um, and I remember at one point thinking, "Geez, that really happened." You know that we went up yeah. and played the headline and. <laughs> And people really showed up for it. And um, I'd say we've played Limerick as many times as Cork anyway. It's really kind of huge part of Crows anyway. So that help, definitely helps in us getting this kind of big slot that we won't be um, 
we'll be shaking in our boots, but we know that we can do it, you know? Yeah. Exactly. He definitely got it, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's like, you're all good. And it's, you know what? Go on, John, sorry. No, there's there's certain band T-shirts that you see, uh, like, kind of regularly in Limerick, and Crows are de- is definitely one of them. Um, mm. So... Like it's 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 a, it was a no brainer decision for you to play that slot because you're 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 popular. Yeah, That's I'm fast. gonna give a plug as well actually because the following weekend after the siege, Howard's band Partalon are playing at Molar Bear. So <laughs> That's, That's slung from a tree and slung from a tree as well. Yeah, so really fucking looking forward to that. We had to cancel the last one. I got COVID. Ah, yeah. So <laughs> kind of looking forward to this, and uh, we've put a lot of work into preparing something for it. But um, we're 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 really looking forward to it. I'm glad Slung from a Tree are part of it. Um, just listening to their fucking album last night, fucking awesome, really really good. They're, they're launching yeah. it that night, are they? Launching it that night, and yeah. uh, Molar Bear coming down from the north. They're another fucking great band. So yeah, they're class. Yeah. So yeah, going to be a good night. That's one to watch out for after uh, the siege the following weekend. Limerick is where it's at, baby. Yeah, Limerick is the lady. As you say that again, Richie. <laughs> <laughs> Limerick um, is where it's at, baby. <laughs> um, no, that that that, that uh, uh, Howard got COVID after after it was cool. Um, so it's <laughs> it, I like that gig. When, I, I I normally when we like have to postpone a big gig, we get lots of messages. But I was I suppose a credit to you, Howard that when we postponed that, people were like genuinely like put out, which Gosh, I like. Thing, yeah, so. man, it's fucking. Yeah. My yeah. phone was a sad sight for the next six, seven hours. I just had to turn yeah. it off and put it away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, look, it's they'll all be at the next one, so they'll all be at this one. Oh so. yeah, man, look, we're firing and all then, cylinders for this. It's you, happening. You nearly got away with playing Limerick without some tree on the bill, and then <laughs> all of a sudden they're on the bill. Well, it's going to be a, a more stifled performance because anytime I meet those boys before we go on stage, they dose oh me up. God. And uh, <laughs> oh my lord! Usually the first man. half hour is a bit of a floater, you know. We've learned that lesson <laughs> right by now. They don't mix. They don't do cocktails. They put the full fucking no. whack in. <laughs> the kitchen <laughs> sink is in that thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Owen from Slunk of a Tree or Galligan. Um, I'm, I'm conscious that I should name what band, who it is. Uh, like he, we discussed this uh, just tentatively at one gig uh, a while in, in the in between, <laughs> and then I met him. Two months later, and he'd already discussed it with Howard, and I was like, I haven't even discussed it with Howard. And he was like, Oh, oh, I thought it was all all right. And I was like, and I said, Right, well, look, we're doing it. So he was like, okay, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows what he's doing. That fucking Gallagher invite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what he's doing. That's, oh man, yeah, that podcast will be recorded tomorrow with Owen and the lads from Slunk from a Tree. The last one we did with those lads was oh, fucking please great. Please it's uh, going to be like the last one. That is why you came Camel horses and the lads down in fucking the Trilly yeah. fucking community centres. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's up there with, with some of the, the best ones I've done without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just funny as soon as you turned on the camera. It was funny. Like, <laughs> who, who was the guy that was with him again? It was... Cabin horses we were calling him, but what his real name was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Manager, drug dealer, or whatever else. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want them to be. Yeah, fill in the <laughs> below. Oh, oh, there's some lads. So let's go into the lineup on the day, if you don't mind. I'm just going to a quick run through of all the bands that are playing there, and maybe we, we might single out one or two afterwards. So there's True Home, there's Skellig, Howard's 
that's um very compared yeah. to Lone, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Venus sleeps, Rome Kingdom, cannot wait to see them. Croza, Darkest Error, Tuscar, Psychotic Outsider, Rest of Nation, Jamie's Razor Sharp, Death Blizzard, Archives, Words of Born, Cruocon, 50 Foot mm-hmm. Woman, The Last Vinci, We Come in Pieces, So Long to the Science. Seance, sorry. Seance, yeah. <laughs> Polly Pick Pockets, Your Mom, Steiner, Four Knot, Burning Realm, Sky Pilot, The Grudge. Ten ton slug and nitro nautical. What a lineup! Pretty cool, man. Yeah, there's something there for everyone, really. To be fair, it's a great finish on the warehouse stage with the slug and crows and one one or the other. Mm. It's going to be a, a pummeling last fucking two hours, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it'll be a tough two hours. Yeah, on the points. <laughs> Leave no one standing by the end. Yeah. <laughs> so myself, Evan, and Danielle will be with Emmett. The From the Depths podcast, which is really cool. Thanks, John, for that. That's quarter to three to half three. Yeah. I'm just checking there for clashes. Hopefully you'll get recorded this time. Don't oh, mention uh... the war, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I warned him about it, so he, he can figure that stuff out. I'm just actually a, a guest this time, so it's really nice. Relax. Yeah, yeah, relax, we will. Ten Ton Slug, let's talk about them. There's... When was the last time they played a siege? Oh, man, uh, so the the bad rep history of Tenton Slug is <laughs> fantastic, like really good. And then when, when, I suppose the year before lockdown, 2019, uh, we booked them and then they couldn't, something happened. And then we've just had a series of unfortunate events happen yes. with them on their side with random things happening, drummer uh, drummers changing, Pavel doing jujitsu. Uh, <laughs> um, what's, what's the story with pickles with Pavel? It wasn't actually even his fault, apparently. It wasn't his fault. He was just the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, this this is, uh, and like we're jo- I've joked about it with, with, with Sean and stuff, like we're all good, but I until they stand on the stage mm. in front of me, I am not. <laughs> It's, yeah. I, it's, I'm not saying anything. So I'm not jinxing this, Richie, right? Yeah. They haven't played the siege yet. They're just there as a name on a bill. <laughs> so uh, we'll wait and see. As soon as that first note, now I, I've heard some of the rehearsals. I've heard everything. I think it'll be fantastic. Um, if, yeah. if, if, uh, yeah. The poster behind me, actually, John, that you gave me was, what was that? The 2021. And they were on that as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking so What happened was is they played the gig with Bergantia and they caught whatever those guys have and they can't fucking commit to a gig. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were talking earlier about uh, Roadburn and people just sitting out watching it. Uh, you should talk to Bergantia about how many bands they see at a siege. <laughs> oh. oh, fucking hell. They came to the first siege back, all of them, and uh, saw no band. <laughs> After lockdown, they saw none, zero. Yeah. Oh, I love those lads, but Jesus Christ. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they do it with a smile on their face, then they're like, yeah, you can't get fucking mad at them, like, because they're just so fucking happy and sound and yeah, fucking everything yeah, else, yeah. you know. <laughs> what about uh, some of the selections there, John? Um, in particular, what bands are you? No, I know at the best of times you're busy during the day, but. Um, is there certain bands there on that bill that you're quite proud of that, I, I suppose, mi- that they uh, committed to it and now they're, they're playing? Yeah, like um, 
Tuscar are a band that have been on a radar. They did a few things in Belfast and uh, they played other shows, but they've never played the Siege. And they seem to be kind of getting uh, festival shots slots across Europe. So mm-hmm. um, I, I, from a from a uh, foreign band coming in perspective themselves, it's also really great to have Razor Sharp Death Blizzard coming because they were caught in that COVID, um, that poster behind you yep. that never happened, uh, the siege that we can't count in the annals of sieges. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's great to finally have them coming, coming over. Um, and Necronautical is an interesting one because I uh, they came up on my uh, Spotify Discover and I was like, I think I got an email from them. And then I just looked and it was, it was there. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. Go on, we'll give, the, give them a mail and see if they're interested. Now, more and more bands have agents now. So I'm dealing with a lot of agents more. But uh, I think since lockdown, a lot of agents have been very sound. Um, mm. This was definitely yeah. the hardest siege I've ever booked. That's mainly, mainly down to life circumstances for me. Mm. Uh, but I just, I was, I was seem to be running into a lot of issues with... Um, Bands having signed non-compete uh, or uh, non-compete clauses for other festivals in the UK and Ireland. I'm not going to name the festivals, uh, but the U- UK festivals had non-compete clauses for England and Ireland wow. and for certain periods, and it just completely arsed up with the uh, the booking process and maybe have to bring bands that I was mainly thinking for future editions. Ask them, hey, do you want to come a year earlier? Um, Jesus, so it was it was interesting. I hadn't seen it before, but then I've been talking to a few other bookers, and they say, "Oh, this is becoming a thing now with uh with uh festivals because they want to have a certain level of exclusivity." I, mm-hmm. Like one of the options I was given was that I could announce a band the day before the siege if I wanted, but like, I still had to book them and pay the full fee, and I was like, "That's that's pointless. I can't do that." Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm delighted with the the way the lineup uh, panned out because, uh, as was said, I think there's kind of a bit of everything going on. Um, and like in the past, I suppose we've some people have said we've been very, very death metal. I think the last two editions haven't beat Barbamorium headlining. Obviously, they were very death metal, <laughs> but uh, mm. uh, it's been a diverse in the sense that there's been a lot of other genres on 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 show in prominently throughout the build. So I am very happy with it. Um, I I think. Uh, it could be one of the ones that a lot of people remember because uh, I, I every now and again there's a siege like this where I get loads of mails from younger people that have never gone to a siege asking mm. me asking me questions about it and it, it, they kind of come in three or four year cycles and I've had it with this one I've had a lot of people going uh, okay well, I'm coming I'm 16 what we're like really nervous about like as in will I see these bands and I'm like oh yeah you'll see loads of bands yeah, yeah. Mm. amazing so I think there is a, this 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 one could be a good uh, introduction to a lot of bands for 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 the younger heavy metalers heavy metalers so. yeah and there's actually John as well there's quite a few bands on that that have released albums that are in the process of releasing albums yeah. a lot of them can do justice to their release I mean I'm I'm looking here at the last Vinci they released one what else True Home have an album out now at the moment. Rome Kingdom have an album out. Rome Kingdom, there you go. I'm looking forward to them. Crew of Con have one coming out, or the, it's out actually. Out now, um, yeah. Words that burn. This probably Steiner have an EP out. So this it's gonna be great for a lot of these bands to actually be hitting that stage and playing what they've just released. 
Definitely, yeah, yeah. And there's a few bands there that have never played Limerick before, which is it yeah. is nice. Um, yeah. And from a geography perspective, I think it covers a, a, a nice a nice area as well. Like I, I've definitely focused mm. on the the foreign bands coming in. I think that's at the risk of the last time I did one of these, somebody came up to me at the siege and went, "You didn't give my band a shout out." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, right. one. So um, uh, I'm not going to go through 20 plus Irish bands. They're all lovely and yeah. they wouldn't be on the page if we didn't want them there. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one thing that has come up a few times in discussing the past siege, and I just want to bring it up to you, was the fact that moshing wasn't encouraged. OK. Yeah. Um, maybe could you give us a kind of what yeah, to expect it, for this Sunday? No, no, it's 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 been fine. Um, uh, like it's moshing itself is fine, uh, and like you know having fun is fine. It's just that there, there, there was a, an issue a few years ago, yeah. and I'm not sure if we talked about it. On the we podcast. did, we did talk about yeah. it, John. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, so that that issue still remains a in cloud. the back of the the proprietor's minds, okay. uh, because it was uh, it was just unfair that they were kind of you know caught up in in that so they are a bit more vigilant it's it's the it's the throwing of people around that don't want to be thrown around is is basically what so what can't happen and like that those like that there'll be two or three incidents of that happening because you see it yourself if you're ever watching a crowd there's always that arsehole that says this person isn't moshing and they really should be i'm just going to drag them uh and you're like okay uh, so that that's not allowed if, like that that's basically the thing if somebody doesn't want to be involved in the thing they will be stopped being like you know but other than that like sure we we had we've had we've had lots of metal roll through towns like there was there was pits of carcass uh yeah. um generally if it's a fully compliant we're all here for the same reason and we're not going to be coming back afterwards saying i hurt my boo-boo i have a boo-boo my toe um that's I, yeah. Look, it's 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 such a weird thing because technically it's it shouldn't be allowed anywhere. Is in like that's that's mm. the truth of the matter. Like if you were to go to anyone, they'd be like, "What? That that happened?" You're, you're not insured for that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I hear bands like the Scratcher have it a, a part of their show now. They have like a circle pit thing. They do a circle pit to trad. Mm. Um. So <laughs> like it's it's kind of I don't know. There's a little bit of taboo about it. Um, uh, like at this stage, siege regulars are familiar with the security there. They generally have a bit yeah. of banter off them. Yeah. Um, Hodge, aka Bald Danzig, um, <laughs> uh, he, he, he's generally sound. Um, uh, yeah. Like, and he he'll rule the roost and stuff like around like that. It's become uh, a bit of a thing, isn't it? Like I'm seeing a lot of um, photographs of the security at Dolphins while the gigs are going on and their reactions to what's going on. Oh well, that was the inf- that's the one from the last scene. Yeah. He's he's I actually forget his name, and he is lovely. Um, yeah, I, I know the uh, guy, and he's fucking he, sound. They're all sound in fairness. He, brought, he got brought in, and he uh, it was during that uh, one metal death soul or one metal yeah. or one night, black night out of existence. Yeah, that's uh, night night out, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so good. <laughs> <laughs> the video, he just doesn't have a clue what's going on. It's amazing. <laughs> a lot of people didn't. <laughs> I, and people are going to try and root that out now because it's it's just it's brilliant. worth watching. But there was there's another from the Carcass show as well a couple of weeks ago. Um, Is there? Yeah, it's it's on Twitter. I think um, Tomas Tomas put it up to Songman. Um, yeah, it's a fucking funny one. But Is it, it the, bouncer, said, it's the though, bouncer with the frosted tips? 
yes, the guy. But yeah, like yeah. The, it has to be said, though, about those things with the moshing and, and no mosh and stuff, it hasn't been palpable at the last couple of sieges that that's a thing. I think most people respect the, the venue and the, the people involved in it and don't push that boundary too much. I came, we came close to not being able to do it. Like, as in, it was a real yeah. push to kind of get it back. Um, yeah. And I was just in shock that somebody could be so uh, ignorant uh, um, about the whole thing. Uh, you know, but they, they, they manage it well now. Like, as in... The last gig it got out of control, like they ha- it hasn't got out of control of the gig in a while. And the last time it did, they were, were in pretty quickly. Mm. Um, it's generally when there's too much space around the mosh pit, that's when the problem is. Because when you're like a fucking sardine, it's grand, you're like bumper carrying off everyone. Yeah. But when yeah, not, yeah. And like we have to be conscious that this, this the warehouse stage is solid concrete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not going to, you're not going to win in a fight against solid concrete. Uh, <laughs> well, at the last yeah. play, John, I was crowd surfing up the top of the lads there at one point at the guitar going, and the yeah, bongs, right, the bongs at the back just looked at me and they gave me like, thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 like if it's, it, you can generally tell if the vibes stay. That's it. Like they're they literally are now vibe specialists. Yeah, so they can read the room is. very well. If I find, and you know, if there's a problem in there, they'll sniff it out too. You know. The two bouncers that you're speaking of, the guy with the frost tips and the other guy, are like just hired in for the event. They wouldn't be there that regularly. Um, right. <laughs> no, they're, confused. they're they're a bit more kind of caught out by what's actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, Podge and Ali have seen it all before, so they're all they're all grand about it. Yeah. Who are you looking forward to at the siege, Richie? Oh, uh, Rome Kingdom, one hundred percent. You know, like yourself now why didn't you shout out my band and this and stuff but I, I, I'm going to be selfish anyway and I'll definitely say Rome Kingdom that album is just fucking jaw-droppingly brilliant it's fucking great um, those lads we played with them two weeks ago in Drogheda um, for Bonesfest and yeah look those lads are um, they've they've kind of level up I think with the album and, and, and it's such tragedy around that band at the moment and they've really come through it and you can see it and you can see them moving on and I think this is a big step for those guys too. And that's something to be said about the siege as well. It was the same with 100-year-old man. It's a real place where, I don't know, you get together with guys who've been through so fucking much and you watch them perform and you watch them push through it and understanding what they've been through it just makes it that bit more meaningful. The siege has always been a little bit of a magnet for yeah. that's where we're all going to see each other this year. We're going to see it, see it to siege. You know? And it's to celebrate, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a celebration every time I find... Yeah. It is, man. And you see people you haven't seen six it's, months. It's, it's a like year. Irish heavy metal lords, essentially, like as in everyone kind of comes <laughs> for uh to, to 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 pray at the altar of heavy metal. Um that that hundred year old man set still sticks at me. Like that was that was amazing. They were really on form at this age. Like fucking hell, that was so much fucking unbelievable. And the nicest fucking guys that you could possibly yeah. meet, man. Yeah, I love um, you. They're really nice can't praise them enough. What's that? Were they at Damnation? Did we see them at Damnation? No, I don't. Well, if they were, I didn't see them. So um... I think, um, as, as in, not playing, but I, I know I saw one or two of the lads in the band. I don't know the guys. I don't yeah. know the guys at all, but I saw them. Um, same, wasn't the same show. Same, you were talking about Tusker earlier on. It was in the same venue in Edinburgh, a tiny little venue. 100-year-old man, well, all the t- Cameramen and photographers were complaining because all the the, the flashing the lights, and the, the, the white <laughs> lights, and that. And it's like that's what I love. I love that sort of stuff. It gives good atmosphere. Yeah. Um, but what happened? A hundred-year-old man was 
in the same lines as Wrong Kingdom. Like it's it's really really tough to get over, isn't it? So it's uh, so fucking you know, these things. And it's I mean I've kind of we've had to deal with not too personally, but it's been a bit close to home to us ourselves and understanding it. And I try and put it in a perspective. Um, there's always a I don't know what the word is. It's people struggle to talk about it and deal with it. But the only way I can deal with it is like that person, as much as it's tragic, the way I look at it is they're at peace. They've, they've been through a whole heap of shit and it's not, I just try to put up, you know, you try to get closure on that sort of thing. And I think mm. there's a, there's my, my business partner, he has been through a bit of shit and uh, it was a very close, his cousin killed himself. And I saw him fall to bits. And we talk about it now and again. And I just say, I said, it's shit. And we'll never find out. There was no note, nothing. And all you can take from it is they're at peace. As tragic as it is, it's, I don't know if I'm saying the right words, but that's that's my take on it. And it's, it is tough. And I, I mean, We've got a song about it, and it's my favorite yeah. song to play in the set. That's I right, love yeah. it. It's really came into its own the past mm. past year or so. It's like it's, I think it's, it's impossible to run in these circles and not come across this kind of thing. It's just it's just a sad indicative thing of of the way we all are. Yeah, but I do find that that just these biannual events, things like the siege, it really is a, a thing we say to each other if, if somebody's going through a tough time. It's like I see it the siege. Mm. Yeah. Kind of a thing that's coming up. We know we're all going to be there, and we see it the siege. And if you don't catch with that one. They're going to get them at the next one. It's just, it really does. I don't oh, know. It's, it's bigger than the sum of his parts is the siege at times. And it, I think John might not be aware of that. And maybe you are, John, but it is over the 15 years or so that it's been going on. I don't know how many times I've gone to the siege just to fucking get through something or to, to catch up mm-hmm. with someone that needs to be caught up with. And it's more than just fucking watching them play a, play a, play a band. It's watching them yeah. interact and have fun and forget about it for a few hours, you know? Yeah, like keeping keeping that like Ireland is is a big parish in a way. Like, mm. and, uh, like when you go to a big festival abroad, you are seeing like all these huge bands that you don't know as yeah. people. Yeah. But like, uh, it's been impar- important to me that um, the siege still keeps that big parish aspect of it. I not, not in a church way, but in <laughs> in the way that. And I, I, that's what I'm picking up from Howard there. Like you're going to the siege, you can just turn up, but you will know some of the people in the bands. Even if you didn't yeah. even look at the lineup, you will know some of the people in the bands. You will know you you can have a conversation, and you you can basically reconnect with with, with yourself a little bit and with mm. with the community in a way um, that you you probably wouldn't get at at, at like at a Hellfest or something like that. Um, it does have that kind of you know like I said, you know, the, the pilgrimage kind of element uh, to it. Um, it really does. And and the guy you've been talking to half an hour ago is playing on stage now, you know, it's, it's, yeah. there's, there's, yeah, there's yeah, not that yeah. disconnect you have at Damnation, let's say, when you don't get to talk to fucking Metallica before they go on. But in the siege, everyone's really accessible and makes themselves accessible, you know? Yeah, and even the bands that come to play, the bigger bands, like as in Carol Willits at the last one. Oh um, my God, Old yeah. Corbin. Like is in he'll he they'll just come out and hang out and then yeah. they become part of this kind yes, of yeah. network of people and you're like hang on one of the most like influential death metal bands of all time 
their their singer is just here having a having like a smoke with me and a pint. <laughs> yeah, um, the crack. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that, that and that kind of that's happened for many of the editions of the siege. That happened for me, like for me particularly with Tribulation when they played. Mm. Um like I I off like I kind of in a certain extent I I don't like doing it, but I kind of deified them a tiny bit in my head. Um, but then they were like, "Oh, they're human beings." Like you know, was in, and I liked that. Then it kind of I was like, yeah. "Why am I?" That was a highlight for me too. The tribulation time, um, and it, it like I remember because Gilok played that siege, mm. and for me it encapsulated the whole thing. So like we we played that maybe five or six, and I remember getting up there in in a, in a cloak and coarse paint, and it was early <laughs> enough that there were still children around watching us. <laughs> <laughs> And to come off stage and then see Tribulation later that night, uh, and just meet up with everyone, it really just encapsulated the whole, the whole experience in, in one. Yeah. It was unreal. Yeah, fantastic memories and more to be made. We'll all be just counting down the days at this stage, and thank God it's it's only around the corner, lads. Um, it's time next week. Yeah, you need you need, you need to finish on a, on a on a, a funny story, though, Richie. Yeah. <laughs> I could have provided. I, I'm not having this. I know it's very important, but we're not finishing on a story about people people killing themselves. <laughs> I tell you, what we've got is that the last time we were over, um, I was hoping I was going to give you an exclusive, but it's not going to happen. Um, we had a drunken discussion with Luke for Dog Tired. He was going to come and play with us again like the last time we were over, but it's not going to happen because he's away on a, a holiday up uh, and so he would end up in a divorce but anyway the last time we were over crossing on the ferry on the way over there was a bowling team on the boat and they were loud as hell and really annoying we were knackered absolutely knackered like, just sharp anyway on the way back we were on the boat having a few pints and we were loud and then I can't remember who said it it's like we're the fucking bowling team now. So <laughs> it was like, right, we need to get these really dodgy fleeces and we need to get embroidered. But we are the bowling team, band logo and that. Anyway, we just got them done. So that's our uniform. <laughs> Look at these really shit fleeces. We are the bowling team across the back and um, we're band logo in the front. So wow. nobody else will have anything like that. That was a story. It was like, yeah. well, just it's, it's funny you mentioned embroidering because just before I came on, to do this tonight, I was actually sewing back batches onto my fucking battle jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a look. Well, no, it's all downstairs. But the fucking oh. funny thing was, I was doing the tombs one. Oh, yeah. And the fucking thing is crooked. So, <laughs> so sewing oh, lessons. Can't have that. If it was crooked and you turned up at the siege, you wouldn't live that down now. No, <laughs> no. You'd be all over You'd be all over social media. Be all over. Yeah, yeah especially with tombs. around in a pageant. Richie, <laughs> Richie, Richie, crooked patch doing because I could be torn. <laughs> um, there's, there's, there's a new. I, I, I don't know if this has uh, transcended Limerick, but uh, um, I, at my expense, which I, my no problem, jokes at my expense. There is a new toilet in. Have we talked about the new toilet? No, in, the throne is it or some fucking oh, thing? Oh, no, no. There's a toilet in the Casbah, right? That is r- <laughs> ridiculously high. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's really high off the ground <laughs> and as people know uh, another name for a toilet a slang word is the John and this one is now called the tall John <laughs> so, it, 
if I yeah. piss you off at any point during the day, you can just go in there and take it out on the tall John. In more <laughs> ways. Take, take, make sure you take a selfie of yourself with the tall John and put it up on social media. Oh, it's happened. <laughs> it's happened. Bad bad make sure you have your trousers on, please. Yeah. Make sure, yeah, make yeah. sure that you're uh, decent. <laughs> That's upstairs, is it? Is that... Where is no, it? it's in the Casbah. So, oh, it's in the Casbah. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can just at some point of the day, if you're at a loose end, you go, do you know what? I'm going to go visit the tall John for an old yeah. picture. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and last year was brilliant as well. Evan was handing out communion bread. Yeah. It was another yeah. highlight. <laughs> Fuck's sake, yeah. where he got did, did we ever find out how he got hold of that? It's uh, Horenda owned it. Um, so they, they, they had it. Yeah. And it was gone off. It was gone off by her. <laughs> <laughs> two or three years so <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, are you going Howard or are you we're actually in the studio all weekend but I think we're finished Sunday at about half five six and where we're staying is is actually kind of outside of Fermoy Ballyhooly direction so it's not far from um, it's only about a 30 minute drive so we'll be there at some point class Just, awesome. uh, I don't know why it's going to be before eight. I want to catch the last Vinci I think they're on at like half five or quarter to six Last um, time for you'll be in time for Jamie and Jack's band as well. So. Well, yeah, I'll definitely fucking make that. It's um, I want to see Skellig as well. We we're on a bit earlier. Um, it's one man black metal show. Uh, God Barry, bless you Barry all. was putting up all this stuff about already that, and I was like, I haven't told him what time he was on. He was like, I Oh, we're on really season. early. We're on really you, early. And I was like, You've met Barry before, John. You know the story. Like, there's uh, there's a video, there's a video there on uh, YouTube. I I'd advise everybody to check it out. It's the the flipping TV interview <laughs> oh, from 2010. Yeah. And uh, you'll get an idea about Barry. Though. He, he dances to his own beast. There's, there's no telling him what to do. <laughs> he's, he's very, he's very, he's very namaste these days. Though he's oh, uh... he's he's gone full vegan and full full in that direction, and he's loving yeah, life. He's and he, yeah. it was the best thing for him because otherwise he'd be fucking dead. <laughs> there was there was a lad. Um, he comes Here to we go back those. to death again. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ! Yeah, yeah. That was the was going. Skelly played a show there uh, uh, last year. Um, uh, with was 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 with um, uh, I was with Astralist and they were on Orbital actually. Yeah, uh, mm. Ever Deadwood. Yeah, oh, or yeah. Skelly yeah. on yours as well. That yeah. Might have been. Um, yeah, it was that one. Yeah, and uh, there, were, there was a lad who obviously just came with his friends and had no like he was like heavy metal is Metallica. That's he's like he right in, and you could smell you could you could smell the 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 lack of understanding of him as he came in the door that he was so far out of his depth. And, well, and, his top off. and uh, I think I forget the order of it is. I think Skelly no Skelly did open yeah, and uh, I remember he was, he was just standing there really awkward, and I was like. God, I don't think he knows what's going to happen. And then Barry started doing his one-man drone based stuff. And the other, I, I, I just said, I have to ask this young fella what he thought of it. And the, the young fella like, walked outside after it anyway, and I said, what's she that? He's like, are all the bands going to be like that? <laughs> and I was like, I wish. And I went, no, no, no. Some, some of them have other members. And I was like, oh, he's like, Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought it was going to be a full night of that. I was like, so you, so, so you didn't like it? He said, oh, oh, no, no, it was great. It was fantastic. Oh, so that's really, really enjoyed it. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope he's at the next, he's at this show. But, well, uh, it's, it's come a long way because we're taking back the 
10 years ago and literal defecation played in Baker's Place and the lads had a cockfight on stage, you know, so oh, yeah. <laughs> things have improved dramatically. This is, this is uh, you know, PGP Barry 2023, like. <laughs> when you when when did Five Will Die in Baker's Place once and shout out to Shane Horan for this one, I had to run down <laughs> to get chips uh, in the chipper and you were just going on stage and I came back up with the chips for everyone. And I went, how much of Five Will Die have I missed? And he went, not much. Barry still has, has all his clothes on. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, I missed nothing. So, all right. <laughs> so, yeah, anyone watching, go see Skellig. They're, they're you know, it's yeah, one man metal going, band. I was going to say, they're, they're the band that, the, the one band that I want to see. And I've seen them a, a few times now. But it's yeah, the something one different. band that stands out in my head that I'm like, I have to see Skellig because it's just, it's unique. Yeah, there's a lot more. There's a lot more punk at this one as well, which is I've been is pointed out. So Skellig is a nice antidote to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wipe the melody clean. Yeah, True Home as well, John. Yeah. They're a different band again, just bass and drums. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was um, Alex from Tombs that put them onto me. Uh, he said, "Oh, you should check out these lads. They've been kind of up and down the country about four hundred times." Um, and they mm. seem to like have huge fights at every gig they ever play. That's tunes, <laughs> by the way. And then love <laughs> love each other straight away afterwards. So, uh, uh, yeah, what what a band! But he he said True Home were um, were worth putting on. And I list. Well, I I'll admit it. When I first put them on, I went, I I don't get this. Mm. Um, and then uh, I I listened to it again in the car, and I was like, oh no, it's I I get this. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, they're different again. Another diverse yeah. act on the bill. But which which one of you which one of you will be um with the person that I have the drunk because uh, I generally stay sober till right up till the end, uh but yeah. without a, without a shadow of a doubt every podcast I've done with the metal cell thing one of the 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 gathered <laughs> uh, uh clan here uh comes up to me absolutely plastered at some points and goes. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry, thanks for coming on the podcast. <laughs> I think I've done that with Evil, so I can I can be excused, maybe. Oh yeah, that was great. Sure, you yeah. got a shout out at Evil. Yeah, that was class, man. Um, None of us were expecting that. We were we actually were all gathered over in the corner when it happened as well, which was class. Yeah, and Richie Richie said goodbye to me five times yeah, at that. There so, um, <laughs> and then he still was there. I just went, I, he like he said goodbye to me before the encore. I said, "I have to go. I have to go. This is great. Thanks. Bring more. Bring more trash to Limerick. Bring more trash. The long handshake. Bring more trash." And I was like, oh, "I, I get excited if I was that in T-Boyle as well." Uh, but then I looked over and he was standing still over. And then they did two encores. And then after the first encore, he came over again. And then he came over again. And I mean, yeah. I'm not lying, five times, five times. And then I was actually leaving after the gig and Richie was still there. <laughs> um, I was like, Richie, I'm leaving. He was like, oh my God, I was meant to go home an hour ago. Yeah, I was in work the next day, quarter past seven. Yeah, sure, we, were, we were talking to Pancho Kid uh, break, or Pancho, you know Pancho from Zora and the guy oh, from Red Stag. And they, just, they looked the exact Steve. same. And Richie oh, was oh, just... Yeah. just same could not differentiate the two of them at all. You just kept talking to the boys as if they were the same person. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. <laughs> so when's the new coming out? And he's like, I was just talking. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people made that mistake, man, between Jeez, the two. Yeah. They fucking they were dressed up as each other that night, in fairness. Uh, you know, they did look very similar. So fucking funny. That was another highlight from, from last. But that's what the siege is all about, is the fucking chats at 12 o'clock when everyone's mm. fucking locked and uh, they showed their appreciation in that 10-second 
gerbil of blah, I love you, blah, blah, and, yeah, and to know about as well, and, and we'll give a great shout out to him because uh, you mentioned him earlier anyway. Uh, Shane Horn is a he's fantastic oh, yeah, asset. Man. To have around the sea yeah, and yeah. just a lovely yeah, he, was, he was there at the start in the early days in Baker Place. Uh, yeah. He was the first guy that got a five of die up there at the time. And uh, mm. it was true to him. Then we met John. I remember John used to, used to do the, the door at the time, I think it was. He did. And um, it was so quick how all these things happened. We always became fucking friends overnight, I think it was. And as we've all gone through life, you just see where everybody's at and what they're doing. And it's really satisfying to see that John is doing what he's doing and that Shane is still doing the photography yeah. at, a, at yeah. the level he is. It's fucking great, you know, and Kieran doing the sound engineering. and All these guys who started off 15, 20 years ago and they're still doing it to, to, mm. a, to a level that's, mm. you know, it, it's fucking great and it's fantastic. And it's what the siege is all about, you know. But I can't fucking wait for Sunday. Roll it on. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Okay, so that's yeah. it then, lads. Jamie, can't wait to see your set. And yeah, we're delighted yeah. to have you back fun. over in Ireland, man. Yeah. You coming down to the Cork show? I have to... Where, where is the Cork show? Is, I have to do uh, some Fred. stuff. Fred. Is, Fred, it Fred, yeah. is it the Saturday or is it the Friday? Saturday, Saturday mate. Yeah. 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 Saturday, yeah. I'll try and get into that if we can. We're, we're in the studio. We'll try and get it. Richie, I think your wife would be like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 I've, I've, I've something planned... So, <laughs> for fuck's sake, that's no <laughs> excuse. How, oh, how dare you write me off? Let me state here now that I'm oh, working on we it. We both know that the whole divorce proceedings and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had to announce this because I go to Roadburn every year, and when we were doing 2020, I wasn't going to Roadburn because I thought, right, I can't do both. Mm. I'm going to end up with divorce. Anyway, it was sitting for Sunday dinner when, uh, and I knew it's like John had emailed and said, oh, you've got a place where you're playing Siege. And I was like, fuck. Like, I'm going to have to break this. And I was like, I've got some great news here. <laughs> I was really jolly about it. And that's fine because Sarah understands that how much it meant and how much we lost that year because we had a whole heap of things planned out and it just went to shit. So I'm so appreciative that we're coming over to Siege and playing Cork, and we're going to be back over again soon. I'm looking forward to fucking two o'clock in the morning, Jamie, where I'm whispering in your ear how great you are in fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully I can remember everything I said, like, cause usually I can't remember shit, so... Yeah, looking forward to looking forward to meeting all you guys. It's going to be good fun. Um, it's a good community of guys. Every time we come to Ireland, we just... We love playing there. It's just, just a different feel, is it? Um... But to be fair, the Edinburgh scene seems to have, um, in the past few years, is really it's shit hot now. It's, yeah. It, there's a really, really good scene in Edinburgh, Inverness, Glasgow. It's always a tough nut to crack, Glasgow. But, um, but Edinburgh... Would Glasgow be the equivalent of Dublin and Edinburgh the equivalent of Limerick? I've never been to Limerick, so I cannot come in. Oh, Maybe since we've been to Cork, then would Edinburgh be the equivalent of Cork? Limerick. That, sorry, Edinburgh and Cork. Be the equivalent of Cork? The scene? Good people, good bands? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, the scene is definitely great, especially anything to do with Luke. Or Duncan, Duncan Mountain and things. So the, mm. What Duncan's doing in um, Edinburgh, Glasgow scenes, fantastic for promotion. The yeah. bands he's bringing over and stuff. It's just it's really breathed new life into 
and the yeah. whole thing. Like, but I just feel that there's such a really good kinship with this, the Scots and the Irish anyway. And I've had a good few bands from Scotland yeah. on the show. And yeah, I, I mean, the King Witch guys... King Witch guys are from Scotland, aren't they? They are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, only, the they only live about um, 10 miles from me. In fact, uh, go the, J- Jamie, uh, Jamie broke his knee and I was like, fuck. Oh, I, I, I bumped into him when I was, I'd been to the horse racing. There was a work to do and I was at the horse races and I ended up at Red Crust Festival, the winter warm or whatever it was. And I was steaming, absolutely steaming. And I was running from a train and I was like, saw Jamie. All right, Jamie, how's it going? And I was like, Jamie, you need to help me. You need to help me. I've done something on my knee. He busted his fucking knee. So I ended up in the bad books. My wife was coming to pick me up for the train station. I missed my train trying to explain to her, you need to drive to Edinburgh, come and pick us up and we need to go to the hospital. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> but Jamie's got a, a, God, I can't remember the name of his studio. He's built a studio and he's, um, in the uh, in the back garden in a it was an old garage um, sort of steading thing and he said they just recorded Dog Tired album and yeah you know, yeah I saw that yeah it's really good to see that he's he's got that off the ground because like, he's been trying to do something for for ages they're but, yeah. fucking some people they played here in Cork a few times and yeah, we, yeah. When, I, when I was involved in the the promotion a while back we had them over and they were so fucking sung you know mm. yeah yeah they're a great band them um, of course you've got who else has been over? I and Alter have been over as well, have they not? And um, yeah, they've they've just recorded an album. I don't know when it's coming out, but they're a bunch of sound guys. Um, yeah, I'm going to have them on the show because they sent me yeah. the album. And it's absolutely amazing as well. Yeah, yeah. But just just to correct the ship as well, uh, just in terms of ranking Cork above Limerick, there uh, inadvertently, Richie, you got to look at Limerick <laughs> and realise that. They- they have a fucking legacy of 15 years or so. We don't yeah. have that. We've got a great guy at the helm at the moment with Evan, but yeah. you got to look at legacy in Limerick and look as to why these guys are surviving still in 2023 yeah. and see yeah. that as a leading I wouldn't even argue with that. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, you've tried the rest. Now try the best. <laughs> Limerick, Limerick City, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get no tourists, but we get lots of metal. So there you go. <laughs> If you want to bring the missus over for the ride, go to Galway. If you want to come over for the music, go to, go to Limerick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let, let's yeah, leave it at that then, lads. Uh, thanks. The uh, slogan anyway. Yeah, yeah. John gets the last word there and brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so look, Jamie, Jack, Howard and John, thanks again for coming on the show, man. We'll all meet up next Sunday. I love saying that. And there shall be drinking fucking the finest metal being played. In the yeah, finest yeah. venue in Ireland. There you go. Oh, Richie, you're good. Mic drop. Uh, and crucially, support your local metal scene as well, lads. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, Thank you. Thanks, See lads. See you next week.